Because I mean, like, okay, I'm not gonna like. Don't get me wrong. Like burgers yeah. and fries and hot stuff. Like, wrong that's with all that. Good. You know, that's all good. But I just really like, you know, I don't know. I just really like stuff with rice or whatever way more. Because for sure, and, and the. Yeah. And- it's much healthier and it's much more tastier, you know, and there's a lot more variety going on. It's like, just be like, yeah, just bring me whatever local, you know, cuisine you got. Welcome back to another episode of Banecdotes. I'm your host, Phil Paxton. And yeah, you're listening to Banecdotes, the, the podcast that tries to cover all sorts of New underground unsigned heavy acts coming out of Ontario, whether it be you know screamo, hardcore, punk, metal, deathcore, any any of that stuff, you know, uh, you know even even a bit of the alternative stuff. I can I have been featuring. Uh, as always, you can support this podcast by uh, you know, uh, uh, checking out uh, uh, Fundies uh, Fundies dot com. Fundies is a is a product that you can uh, that it's a uh, it's underwear for two. Uh, it's and then you can look it up by uh, just a quick Google search, just to make sure that it's not a real company that you're not accidentally plugging. And uh, and and we're happy to sponsor them. So make sure you go to fundies.com/slash/banecdotes and use promo code uh, 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 Phil uh, for your fundies today. And <laughs> don't forget to like and subscribe, rate and review. Uh, follow us on uh, Instagram at Banecdotes. That's B A N D E C D O T E S. And if uh, you want to be part of the show, if you uh, you, you want to be a guest, shoot me an email at banecdotes.com. See, you know, I don't ask for much. Uh, actually, I don't ask for anything for this podcast. I do this thing out of love. I love showing people new music. I always have. Uh, I've always loved spreading uh, the music and just getting people into new artists. That's, that's I've always enjoyed doing that my entire life. So this is why I've got the podcast going. Uh, and, and all I ask for you to do, uh, if you want to support me back uh, or this podcast, show your friend this podcast. Show your friend some music that you've heard from uh, from this podcast. Show Show them that there is music here in Ontario and that you don't have to listen to Spotify's you know, suggestions all the time, because although they might be pretty spot on, but there's some rad music here in Ontario that doesn't necessarily getting the spotlight that some of those artists on Spotify are suggesting it all the time, right? Let's call it how it is, okay? Right on. This next guest that I have this week, I'm super excited about this, Ezekiel Nigma. He reached out to me through the Banecdotes Gmail. And I thought this was rad. He's actually uh, reached out to me uh, weeks. When I first started getting this going, uh, I think he maybe saw one of my posts in a Facebook group and, uh, and yeah, followed up, sent me some uh, tunes. Uh, just kept talking to me about the how he was supporting the, the podcast. Gave me some even some construction, construction, constructive criticism. Uh, about the show, uh, so he, he's even influenced the the structure of the show a little bit. So I, I you know, uh, I was like, yeah, of course I'll have you on the show. Now Ezekiel, he plays in a band uh, under a solo act, obviously, obviously as uh, Ezekiel Enigma, but he also plays in a, a solo, uh, another project called um, Grimliel, which is a really interesting project. You'll we 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 really get into it. It's about. The project is like a black metal symphonic kind of project, 
Uh, he does everything. He 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 records it and programs himself, as most of the guests do on the on the show. And uh, yeah, it was such a good time talking to him. He really. Uh, but what's awesome, you know, I completely left out what was so cool about Grimlail. Um, what's inspired about Grimlail is it's a a, a Fire Emblem inspired. Uh, project which uh if some of you don't know fire emblems like just like a rpg that's been around longer than i thought like you know honestly i thought it's only been out for a couple years or however long the characters have been in the smash bro series because that's only honestly that's how i know of those characters uh <laughs> but um yeah that's what grimly Earl is it's uh this fire emblem inspired video game inspired uh black metal project so we do talk a lot about video games in this. In fact, uh, I let uh, Ezekiel talk quite a bit about the the story behind uh, Fire Emblem and Grimlil altogether, uh, because he he even let me know before we did the the episode that he hasn't done too many shows or tours himself, so he doesn't have any of those crazy you know rock star moments that he can tell us about. Rather, so I and and he really wanted to be a part of the show, and I really wanted to showcase. Um, all the music that he's been sending me. So, uh, why not? But this is how, this is how we roll here on 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 anecdotes. You you know you want to be a part of the show. You hit me up. We'll make it happen. That's how we do this. So yeah, um, Ezekiel Enigma, uh, here on anecdotes. Uh, so I, I'm gonna get started and play a song. The first song I'm gonna get started off here with. Uh, will be by Ezekiel Enigma, and the other songs I'll play will be by Grimlil. But this song is Between Life and Death, off of uh, the same self-titled uh, single. Came out in May of this year, so it's still fairly new. Uh, and it, it's more of like a video game, uh, like we talk about, more of like a video game uh, metal tune. So, uh, listeners, just, just be... On, on the nerd alert that uh, we really get into it. <laughs> Don't worry. It's fun. We have a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, check this out. This is uh, Between Life and Death by Ezekiel Nigma here on Banecdotes.
Hey, Ezekiel, it's finally good to put a face to the name. How's your day been so far? Yeah. Uh, it's been pretty good. I guess kind of uneventful because I've just been chilling and waiting to start this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So I've let the listeners know what you do, but tell us in your words your role in the Ontario heavy commu- uh, music community. Um, to be completely honest, I don't necessarily have one yet because I just started, but yeah. um, I guess I'll go th- go down and I'll go through it in a nutshell here. So um, with Grimlial, I kind of, I pretty much compose and play everything for the most part. So I do the vocals, the guitars, the bass, and I program the drums. I compose and I guess technically program all the orchestration and stuff. So yeah, I'm kind of a one-man band with Grimlial. That's great. And uh, I also do some solo stuff uh, under the name Ezekiel Nigma, where I just kind of just do more whatever. So like, I'll, a lot of most of it's metal, but I'll do like other kinds of stuff too, because uh, I also am a freelance video game music composer under that name too. Oh, so that's like, super cool. Yeah. I'll act, and I'm actually I'm actually currently com- composing for. Uh, indie rpg that's going to be out in like i'm going to say early fall the latest oh give fun. Or take. nice yeah i'll go I'll, like we can get more into that later for and, sure uh, yeah i guess that's pretty much it right now <laughs> <laughs> cool so yeah a uh, grimlio is a solo, uh, solo project have you played any bands before Grimlio? what got you started playing music um Hard to say because the only, the first I really, okay, well, I guess I should start from the beginning here. So um, I started picking up the guitar at like 12 and I pretty much sucked at it until (laughs) I was like 18. (laughs) Well, and that's because I didn't take it totally seriously back then. It was more like just a hobby I did for fun. Right. Then actually, you know, as I started getting better, I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to take this more seriously. I want to turn this into a career. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the only like I wouldn't really call this a band per se because this was like this is like when I was still in high school. So um, the high school I went to had like a school rock band of sorts, but I don't know. I didn't really click with them. I guess because I don't know. It was just mainly creative differences. I think I guess I just felt like I felt like a big fish in a little pond in that way. Like yeah, I was like like I was like I was a little too ambitious for what <laughs> they were thinking. You know, I don't know. It was. But yeah, that's really the only experience I've had with, but I wouldn't really call that, you know, being in an actual band or anything, unfortunately. So, um, yeah. Just playing with other members, though. It still counts. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I haven't had too much experience in regards to, like, local shows or anything, sadly, because, yeah, like I said, I'm, I don't know. Like, I wasn't even, well, I don't know. It's like, I only just started, like, putting stuff out and recording about around I'd say 2018 but that was like Ezekiel Enigma and I wasn't you know I was kind of just doing whatever there I didn't start grimly until about 2019 when um, uh, I got pretty much I got a you know a good amount of material written and you know and composed and everything and then you know just started recording it and just getting like you know um I guess getting all the stuff ready to, you know, to start the band. So like doing, you know, getting the logo done, you know, thinking of like, uh, you know, what kind of like, you know, all that kind of stuff. For sure. For sure. 
And yeah, that was like just as the pandemic started. <laughs> so like, I mean, so like, that didn't so really, that... yeah, that didn't really affect me too bad because, you know, I was just recording everything at home anyway. Right, right. So, um, but in some ways, I can't help but say that, like, I'm kind of lucky that I started when I did because, you know, at least, you know, by the time that I'll be able to, like, because I am thinking of, you know, having Grimly will go live at some point. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, eventually when that time comes, you know, the pandemic won't be, like, an uh, obstacle in the way of that. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. That's the idea. <laughs> yeah. What have been some of your favorite Ontario bands within the last year or so? What's caught your attention? Hmm. Honestly, there are a lot. And I didn't start, like, really looking into them until, like, this year and to be honest this podcast actually helped me a lot in discovering those bands. oh cool so, awesome yeah that's great to it's hear it's definitely <laughs> doing what you want it to do i can tell you <laughs> <laughs> but um i would say uh let's see i guess the few okay the ones most notable for me that i've really gotten into would be um apoc because yeah we're same hometown you know Canada. yeah yeah but yeah and i i just can't believe that like such a band like that good and that that fucking talented you know is from my own hometown yeah they're in your backyard yeah pretty much <laughs> um i also let's see uh stolos and to be honest i'm not like i'm not much into the more traditional kind of black metal i'm more i'm more a fan of like the like the folkier or symphonic you know anything that has like a little something else added to it right but um stolos is pretty good i actually like them they, they do things a little bit differently i guess because they're like a bit more melodic and stuff, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else here? What else do I? What else is there? Um, uh, Sinner is actually one I want to say too. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Always love the love. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember you. Uh, I remember hearing you say one time that they were like black and hardcore, and I'm like, huh. I'm curious how that sounds. And when I went to <laughs> check it out, I'm like, damn, you're not kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you flawlessly blend the like hardcore elements and the black metal really well i'm I'm actually really impressed thank you thank you yeah. we, we, i appreciate that yeah we do we yeah, do our, someone our best who likes that. you know both kinds of both styles like you blended them really well awesome thank you yeah uh what else uh monarch woods is another one i i got it i got into recently who's that sorry monarch woods monarch woods i don't know if i've heard that yeah, they're another symphonic metal band from Ontario. They're actually from Kitchener, so like they're like that's like the next city over from me. No, nice. Yeah, and another one I got into recently, and that was like that was like this past week because um, when I posted the playlist in the one Facebook group, uh, the one guy from Shadow Cult, you know, shouted them out, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll check them out. And when I heard it, I was like, oh. Yeah, I really like this. Like this is yeah, this I really vibe this cuz uh best way to describe Shadow Cult would be like a more symphonic candle mass with a little bit of a blackened touch. So I I really dig it. That's cool. That's that, that's yeah. a cool way to describe that. I don't think I've checked out that band either. So you're giving me some homework to do now. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love that. Now, now yeah, let's wait, get in got, Oh yeah, I got one more I need to mention here. It's also from Ontario. Oh, for I'm sure, a, for sure. A symphonic metal band called uh Primal Frost. Primal Frost. Frost. Primal Frost, yeah. Cool, cool. In other words, I guess the best way to describe them would be like the Canadian ver- the Canadian equivalent of Winter Sun. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that paints a picture. Awesome. 
All right, so let, let, let's expand outside of Ontario. What are some of your all-time favorite artists? Like, it doesn't need to necessarily be in the metal, heavy genre. What is, if someone tells you, someone who you don't necessarily, like, let's, in our case, like, you, we don't necessarily know each other all too well. What is yeah. your top five favorite artists? What are the ones worth mentioning? Hmm. That's really hard to say. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big question. I understand. Yeah. So, like, like it, it, we can come around to it if you if you want to just sit on that one. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a bit uh, tricky to really narrow down. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. No, no worries, no worries. Yeah. Uh, so, Fire Emblem is an RPG that's based on Grimliel's story. I haven't personally played Grim. Uh, sorry, uh, Fire Emblem, but I'm familiar with some of the characters because of Smash. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but what led you to gravitate towards that universe over, say, something like Final Fantasy or another popular RPG? Um, I don't know. I guess because in some ways, I haven't seen Fire Emblem represented in metal at all. Like, I guess Final Fantasy would be like too easy of one to grab because I am a fan of that one too. Yeah, but yeah, um, sure. I felt like I feel like Fire Emblem would be a little more interesting with the way I could like do things because like. You know, metal does have a bit of a fascination with like fantasy and stuff, and I felt Fire Emblem really fits that a lot. Because like you'd be surprised, like because I don't know, like it works really well when you you know having like that symphonic metal because you know a lot of that, you know, a lot of it's like very fantasy, you know, mythological kind of. You know, same with like power metal and black metal even has a bit of that too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's kind of the idea there. There yeah. are quite a few other bands too that like have done similar things, not with Fire Emblem, but like other game, like other kinds of video games. So like, um, let me think. A good example here would be the band Candlemass, which I mean, not Candlemass. I'm sorry, I mean Soul Mass, which is like a Dark Souls kind of you know themed kind of death doom metal band. And they're really, really cool. I'd actually highly recommend them. Cool. I've um, never heard that. And then there's also like in Japan, there's like this whole uh, metal scene that's like obsessed with the Two Who games. Okay. and they're fucking insane they're fucking <laughs> nuts like they'll be doing like black metal like death metal like you freaking name it all kinds of like crazy and shit and it's it's really awesome <laughs> that's yeah. cool that's cool that like you're almost uh, like inspired from that too because uh, yeah like like and, uh, until until you approached me because you, you definitely uh uh hit up the the anecdotes uh gmail until you uh until you approached me i've never really actually heard of a project that's like involved with like uh like a game universe i've never i've heard of like cartoon bands i've definitely heard of joke bands yeah. that do this uh but, and and, and that, that's not to say that what you do is a joke band what i'm saying is yeah. it's very interesting and it's unique in its own sense but it, it's certainly um uh, yeah, I, yeah. The best way to say it, it's unique, and I and I and I definitely applaud that for 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 definitely doing something different. Yeah. So video games seem to be a reoccurring theme on here on Banecdotes. What are some of your favorite video game soundtracks? Let's say outside of the obvious answer, Fire Emblem. Yeah. Um, favorite video game soundtracks. Honestly, there's a bunch because like. I mean, almost anything from Nintendo, like they, almost everything they put out's a fucking banger. Yeah, totally. So, um, you know, what? I'm gonna start with the early. I'm gonna start with the first game that pretty much awakened my love of music, and that yeah. was The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Great no pick. Pun in, you know, yeah, no, no, pun, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, no pun intended with that. Ezekiel's yeah, Awakening. I definitely like the, the soundtracks from Zelda. Final Fantasy soundtracks are always good. 
Um, I also really like Kingdom Hearts because I that's really where my appreciation for strings and piano come in. Um, I really like the Pokemon game soundtracks, especially Gen 4 and Gen 5. Those, I mean, I like the other ones too, but those ones are the ones that I really like the most. I guess because those are the ones that have the most nostalgia for me in a way, because those were the games I kind of started with. For sure. But yeah. Um, what else? Um, Near Automata soundtrack was, is fucking amazing. Like, no wonder that game won soundtrack of the year when it came out. <laughs> Uh, what else? I'm trying to think here. There's a few others. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance has a pretty good soundtrack. I really like it because, you know, that's... I really like how it's all, like, kind of metal, industrial, electronic, like, just that kind of shit. Because that's... Yeah. That's, I like... That's the kind of shit I like to make sometimes, too. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What else is there? Um, you fuck with hmm. the Doom jo- uh, soundtrack? Pardon? Doom? Yeah, I like Doom. <laughs> yeah, you can't, can't go wrong with It's an obvious yeah. answer when people ask you about yeah, metal and music. Like, it's just pure fucking metal pretty much, right? <laughs> One of my favorite video game soundtracks is... Uh, this isn't really even much of a like an aggressive or, or really like, you know... Uh, you know, chip the pain off the wall kind of music. But uh, I'm a big fan of the, the Cuphead soundtrack. I love Cuphead. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just the old like '40s like jazz, yeah. like it's super. I love it. I could, I could. Yeah, throw I also, it. yeah, I also really like when games have soundtracks that like match their aesthetic really well. Mm-hmm. And that's a perfect example, right? Yeah, because it just really helps set the you know the mood and the atmosphere. Because that's that's really what you got to do with it. And those, that's the best kind of soundtrack. That's just it. That's just it. So Grimlio has been busy over the pandemic. You've released. Uh, time surpassing fate EP in March of this year. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you did mention in passing that you're already working on some new music uh, for Ezekiel to be released in the coming months. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. I actually plan to make an album at some point. With that, um, let's see. Uh, I also am doing like a sort of split EP with. Ezekiel Nathan Grimwheel, where we're gonna do oh cool a few covers of uh, songs from Fire Emblem Three Houses soundtrack. Oh, that that's a neat idea. I like that. Yeah, so like three of them will be you know Eze- more Ezekiel Enigma style, and the other three will be more like Grimwheel style kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's super cool. Yeah, uh, let's see. And then I also I'm also currently working on a Grimly album to follow up with the EP, which nice. funny, well, it's funny enough, actually the, the songs here on the EP will actually be re-recorded on the album. Oh, cool. Cool. And, and do you do all the recording yourself? You said you do all the recording in, in, in like in-house. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And are you going to go anywhere for the, for the LP? Um, that's honestly not the plan because you know, don't really have the budget for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those they're they're not free, right? Yeah. But that that's one of the best things about uh, the technology these days is like, yeah. you, you really can produce a record in your own bedroom with the with the with the amount of stuff that you can do. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, as I've briefly mes- mentioned, uh, I've never played a Fire Emblem, but if I were to start with one, which game out of the series would be a good one to start with to get a grasp of the game? Hmm. 
See, the easy answer would be to say three houses because, like, the most readily available one you can get is like, on the Nintendo Switch. That's the Switch but one, yeah, okay. In all honesty, I would say the best one to start with because, you know, it's more so would give you an idea of, like, the games in general. I would say either Fire Emblem Awakening on the 3DS or the Sacred Stone, which is on GBA. So you'd probably have to, like, run an emulator for that or something. Right, right. <laughs> Nowadays, you definitely have to run in it. But, yeah, yeah. that's super cool. But what, sorry, yeah. what were those titles again? Um, Fire Emblem Awakening or Fire Emblem the Sacred Stones because those are – yeah, I'd say those because they're the most beginner-friendly, but also because they give you an idea of, like, what the games are like. They also like the Fire Emblem games. They're like permadeaths, right? Like when people die, like it's dead. Yeah, like you can't get them back, right? Yeah. Similar to like like D and D style. eh? Yeah. Do you play D and D? Yeah, I play D and (laughs) D. I love D and D. I'm currently go uh, playing. uh, I think it's. I'm so bad with the campaign names. Out of the abyss, into the abyss. Oh, okay. It's a, like it's like an old school one. We've done uh, 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 Ascended into Avernus, which is pretty much when you go into hell, which is pretty badass. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, huge D&D nerd. I could go on all day about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right on, right on. Well, so lastly, before we get into some anecdotes with each other, at least that, uh, if not anecdotes, you were going to definitely tell us more about the, the Grimlil story. Before we get into that... Uh, what was your first video game console you had? And what were some of your favorite titles from that console? Because I imagine uh, you've got a good relationship with video games, yeah. being that you have a project based on uh, a video game. Yeah. Um, the first one I had was a Game Boy Color, and that's where I, first, that's where I played the original Link's Awakening. Oh, awesome. Well, I guess it would be more like a port because it's the DX version. Because, yeah. Right, right. And then um, I also had a PS1 and a PS2 growing up. Classic. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I played a bunch of stuff there. And then I also did also played a lot of games on the PC too. PC so games. Like, yeah. Counter-Strike? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much why I like Fire Emblem so much because it just combines <laughs> my two favorite genres right there, RPG and strategy. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. What are some of the PC games you played? um i played a lot more strategy on that one so like pretty much i was playing like age of empire civilization that kind of stuff command and conquer kind of i, I don't know if I, that is even a, a game anymore does that ring a bell command and conquer yeah i know what you're talking about. <laughs> i mean i used to play that when i was young on the pc yeah was... that was like way back in the day <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Who I love most 
Awesome. So let's get into some anecdotes. Tell me some of the, the coolest stuff about being in Grimlil and uh, your experiences with it. And uh, let the listeners know, like the story of Grimlil. Let, the, let them indulge into it. Yeah. So um, the funny thing is Grimlil wasn't even technically supposed to happen. So like, I guess way back when, uh, the Glover Incarnate was the first song I really wrote for Grimlil technically. Mm-hmm in that case but like yeah it wasn't even yeah it wasn't even originally intended for Grimlio at that point because I was planning on starting like I know a different kind of band and I was just gonna be like I don't know just like a one-off thing I guess but uh, I was just made so like a lot of the stuff I wrote back then was more like I guess more like you know in regards to like personal struggles and introspection that kind of shit yep but um Lover Incarnate was a little different because that was me just like going, you know what? I want to challenge myself by writing from a different point of view. So then, and then at that time, I was playing uh, Fire Emblem Fates. So I'm like, you know what? Why don't I just write a song about my favorite character from that game, you know, from their, you know, from her point of view? And uh, that's pretty much how that came about. And then eventually it kind of just snowballed into me going, hey, you know what? I want to write another song, but kind of continuing that little bit. You know, and then um, after that, it's like, hey, why don't I just make it a trilogy and have the third one be, you know, about another character that is, you know, basically that character's reincarnation in another game. So then it kind of, so then that's when the whole like concept really came together. And then it just kept snowballing where I just kept writing more songs about these two characters. And then eventually it just got to a point where I had enough material to make a whole album. So then. <laughs> But then, yeah, I just wanted to start off with the EP just to kind of, I guess, you know, give a little taste and just get it out there, you know, just to kind of give people an idea, like, what to expect. And um, and I'm sure you've noticed on the EP cover, right, those are those are obviously the two characters that the, um, mm-hmm. the whole story and concept are focused on. So um, to go a little more in depth about that. So, um, okay, so... Love Reincarnate and I guess Transcended too to an extent are about a character named Rajat in Fire Emblem Fates. So um, I don't know. It's kind of a weird. Ex- okay, so like her whole thing with so her whole thing is that she's kind of like I don't know how to put it. Okay, so like she's kind of obsessed with I guess studying dark magic. Mm-hmm. So she just like does so she like likes to kind of keep to herself and do a lot of experiments and stuff but um she's also like she also just uh, for the you know uh player character a lot like the main avatar but um let me think but uh, yeah so um there's that going on and um a lot of her voice clips kind of imply or like kind of give hints that you know she's a reincarnation of other character because she was literally like kind of designed after another character from a different game. So um, yeah, and that character is uh, Tharja and Fire Emblem Awakening. So if you pick that up, you'll 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 encounter her there. <laughs> and uh, that's actually what the um, the uh, first demo that we put out, Dark Shadow, is based off of. Cool. Because yeah, the title of that was um, taken from. So um, Fire Emblem Heroes has a mobile spinoff. Or yeah, Fire Emblem has a mobile spinoff called Fire Emblem Heroes, and in that one, 
or like, uh, okay, you know how in RPGs characters have like this sort of, I don't know how to put it, like an epithet kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So like, you know, some kind of like, I don't know, title or whatever. So yeah, with hers, it was Dark Shadows. That's where I got the title of that from. Cool. But yeah, so, so yeah, Rajat's kind of based off of her. They have like, so they kind of have like a similar personality. So yeah. Um, so yeah, that story is pretty much about how Rajat kind of, you know, starts off there and then eventually reincarnates into Tharja alongside the player character because, you know, the player character is also implied to be a reincarnation of those two different, you know, in Awakening and Fates. So um, and where Transcended kind of comes in is, so it's kind of based on a specific voice, well, two, two uh, lines of dialogue from both characters. So in Rajat, uh, she says that she'll be the player character's, well, yeah, she'll be She'll be by the player character's side, like, you know, until death, and then some. And then with Tharja, like, she says that she'll always be with them, you know, even as a vengeful ghost. So that's kind of where the idea for Transcended came in. Right. You know, that at some point, you know, at some point, you know, she, you know, she ended up, I guess, you know, dying protecting the player character, but, you know, still kind of follows them around as like, as like a... I guess, you know, and I even said, I even like kind of the, I don't know, the bridge even kind of mentioned this, you know, where I said, you know, where it says, um, you know, she is a guardian angel to me, but to my, but, you know, but an angel of death to my enemies. And then right. Spellbound, on the other hand, was pretty much entirely based on um, uh, the player character in Tharja's support conversations. So in Fire Emblem, there's this little thing called support conversations where characters will kind of you know grow closer to one another and what happens is you know they'll boost each other's stats when they're put in battle together yep and they'll like help each other out so like so like let's say an enemy tries to attack them then there's a chance that they will like you know block the attack and basically you know nullify all damage or you know if that character you know attacks an enemy unit then the other character helping them has a chance to also like you know do an attack as well to add to you know to add to that damage yeah that they do kind of thing so yeah that's kind of what support conversations do and in awakening it's a little it's a little interesting because character you know when characters um go through the you know certain, you know, certain characters when they go through the uh support you know the entire support chain they'll actually end up you know getting married and they'll have They'll have, a, you know, they'll have a child, and then that child, you know, will come from the future because awakening, yeah, because awakening has this like, has a bit of a time travel element in it where the uh, children of the main cast come from the future because I don't know some kind of like apocalypse happened that they're trying to prevent, so they're kind of helping their parents kind of prevent that apocalypse from happening. So uh, yeah, that's kind of what happened. So pretty much, it's based on that entire support chain between. Uh, Tharja and the player character and I do make a lot of references within the lyrics so like it's not something that I guess most people will really get unless they you know play the games and know exactly like where those references are coming from but I mean that's kind of the cool thing about Grimlil in general is that like it's something that like both you know fans of the fire you know Fire Emblem could enjoy because you know it's being about Fire Emblem stuff but it's also something that like people who aren't you know but just like to hear some you know like to hear like you know some good metal or whatever you know you can yeah. just enjoy it just as a song itself you know yeah that's what i was just about to say like uh, it's yeah. cool that you can you can fit in both of those lanes yeah 
that's awesome. That's really cool to hear that the 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 story behind all that. So yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry if I rambled a little bit. No, there. not at all. I was just gonna say, like, uh, you heard it here on Banecdotes. I mean, like, it's yeah. definitely worth uh, uh, talking about. That's awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's your What's your go to gas station snack? Hmm. Um. Honestly, I'm gonna say because I tend I'm Reese's, like either Reese's yeah. or the Hershey's cookies. And Good cream. answer. If not that, then I'll probably get like a Jones soda or a Fago if they have them. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, and then some of the, yeah. the Jones sodas never, they never put, uh, you know, yeah, they never put out bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right on. If you were, if if Grimlier got up to the the Metallica level of of <laughs> of, of, of fandom, what would be your rock star dream rider? What would be in the green room waiting for you when you showed up to the venue? Hmm. Uh, like what do you mean would there be like what kind of food would there be there back there would there be a bunch of jones soda bottles back there with uh <laughs> you know what i mean like what would they have laid out for you like uh normally when, when uh you know bands such as as big as like you know uh touring acts that play theaters they they ask for what they call a rider which is just simply uh you know just a, a list of uh food or even just weird items that they can have like in the, catering, the green. basically yeah yeah catering or like you know i think uh, i think i can't remember this is totally the ozzy osbourne that does this but there's uh one of them that wants like you know only blue m&ms kind of bullshit like uh <laughs> like, so so what would be your rock star writer i don't know i guess it would just depend on like what i'm in the mood for that day because you know i just eat like all kinds of cuisines because you know i just I, I'm, I'm a bit of a foodie i guess you could say love it yeah, I really love eating food, trying out, eating and trying out food from different cultures. So like, yeah, I eat a lot of like Asian cuisine, uh, Middle Eastern cuisine, um, Spanish cuisine, like you name it, like just, just all over the place. Cause yeah, I just really like trying, I really like trying and eating food from other cultures. I just, I guess I just find it much more tastier and I don't know, more interesting than like I mean, like, okay, I'm not like, don't get me wrong, like burgers yeah. and fries and hot stuff, like, wrong that's all with good. That. you know, that's all good. But I just really like, you know, I don't know, I just really like stuff with rice or whatever way more because for sure, and, and the yeah, and, it's and, much healthier and it's much more tastier, you know, and there's a lot more variety going on. Yeah, and I can imagine, like, if you know, like in this hypothetical question, that you're if you're at the level of Metallica, you are in places like, uh, you know. Uh, middle eastern places where you can ask for like the authentic food of that yeah. right you know what i mean so, so anything, like that that's a good answer that's a good answer yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like it should be like yeah just bring me whatever local you know cuisine you got i love it i love it that's <laughs> a good so i asked you earlier so i'm gonna re around uh we're gonna round back up to this question again what are some of your favorite artists of all time hmm uh let's see you know, I'm just going to mention a bunch of really obscure metal bands that I think, you know, people should check out. That's cool, too. Yeah, you know what? Why not? So, um, let's see. One of my favorites, and to be honest, they're probably, uh, I'd say Grimmel is probably the closest in sound to these guys in a way. Um, it's a band called Imperial Circus Dead Decadence from Japan. Cool. So they're kind of like this symphonic black, you know, mixed with melodic death metal and a little bit of, of power metal influence too. But um, they have like, they're kind of, they kind of, all their music kind of revolves around their own like sort of original story concept. 
It was like what you were mentioning earlier. I think you did mention that that that, that, that there was a couple bands that you listen that are from Japan that do the whole like yeah, uh, yeah that's so cool. What yeah. was that band unfortunately, name? Again? Yeah, unfortunately, I cannot. Unfortunately, I don't know what any of that story is because all their songs <laughs> are either in Japanese or like their own fictional language that they came up with, which I think is really cool. That's also like, really cool. Yeah, unfortunately, the language barrier prevents me from like knowing any of that story, but still, just really cool just to listen to it because yeah, it just has songs. They are they are fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, what, what was that band name again? Sorry. Imperial Circus Dead Decadence. Right on. You heard it. Yeah, like it's honestly insane because like they're kind of cinematic because they with the way they have the orchestrations going, and then there are times where they'll have like narrations and stuff, and like the vocalists will even kind of like voice act in a way. So it's like it's almost like it's almost like it sounds like in a way like it, it's all, in a way like the way it sounds. It, it's pretty much like you're watching an anime. Like you're hearing the characters, you cool. know, speaking dialogue, and there's like narrations and you know, and then you got like the soundtrack going on you know and as well like it's it's really interesting actually honestly what, what's some of your favorite animes um there's a bunch but you know what? i'll just kind of mention the ones that i've like watched more recently perfect so um the one i just watched most recently because uh i even like stayed up all night binging this shit on netflix it was uh <laughs> parasite the maxim it actually really impressed me because like it was like pretty profound and deep at quite a few times with its concepts. And then there's also just a lot of feels. It was overall just a, a like an emotional roller coaster. That's cool. That's cool. So that's on Netflix. Yeah. Um, another one I really liked was uh, called Vinland Saga. And the best way to describe it is basically an anime biopic of the Icelandic explorer, Thorfinn Carl uh, Sefni. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It's it's really cool too because it's like it's just like all about Vikings and stuff and it's <laughs> and like they and like that like the guy that made this really did his homework not just on like you know like you know they're like uh, how do you put it like like the armor and stuff that they wear but also like their culture and customs and all these things too like that's they, cool they did a really good job at like showing all that yeah yeah that's super cool um let me think what's another one one of the only one of the only ever animes that i've ever watched uh is one punch man oh i have yet to see that one (laughs) (laughs) i mean it was silly it was really funny i enjoyed it which is something that i could totally get like the whole point of him is that he's supposed to be like a bit of a spoof of like you know those like really overpowered kind of superheroes right yeah yeah Yeah, so that that was a cool one yeah Cool. Well, you know what? I think that wraps up this episode of Banecdotes. Thank you so much, Ezekiel, for taking the time to do this with me. Let the listeners know where they get the, get the new Grimlil or when the new Grimlil is coming out uh, and where they can find all your band social medias. And if there's anything else that you want to plug or give a shout out to, now's the time. Um, okay. So um, I did mention that I'm composing for an indie RPG that's coming out soon. So uh, that's right. So I can get to- I didn't get to talk about that a little bit yet. Um, it's an RPG called Axial. And uh, how to, basically to describe it, um, I mean, okay, so um, the guy, yeah, my buddy that I'm working for on this game is probably going to like, give me, is going to, you know, give me a little shit for this. But uh, <laughs> just for the sake of like, for everyone else, um, 
best way to describe it, it's, I wouldn't say it's Earthbound inspired, but I feel like people will probably like, it'll remind them of Earthbound in a way. Okay. It's like in a more modern setting. But um, to, to kind of describe it, it's pretty much, the whole thing is kind of based on like ga- a Game Boy aesthetic. So like the UI and stuff is all like in the green color. And oh, stuff. Okay, that's really cool. cool. And then all the music is in eight bit. So uh, um, yeah. yeah, I did a few songs on there, and obviously those are in eight bit. But um, I've already like actually have already released like sort of you know my own arrangements of those songs that I composed. Cool. So they're you know not in eight, you know, obviously not in eight bit, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll be in eight bit. And uh, funny I should mention that too, because like. It was a bit of a challenge composing an 8-bit because I had to use a thing called Jumbox. But um, that actually turned out to be a surprisingly good tool for like composing music because that's actually how I even composed a lot of the EP as well. Oh, that's music. awesome. So, yeah, because that's how I composed all the orchestrations and stuff in a nutshell. Um, so, yeah, that'll be a thing. Like, yeah, so, yeah, that'll be coming out soon. You said um, fall? The yeah. fall? Yeah, like early fall the latest i would say give or take cool yeah um let's see both ezekiel enigma and grimleal are pretty much on everything you can think of so like you know it'll be on most things pretty much so um you know spotify facebook twitter uh let's see Bandcamp, obviously (laughs) Yeah. yeah uh what else uh youtube i can't forget youtube um Grimmel is going to be coming out with a new single which will be a re-recording of our old dark shadow demo that'll be on in july and then but what the one i can say for sure in terms of a release date uh, will be the split so that uh three houses cover split is called seasons of warfare and that'll be on uh out on july 26 which is which also happens to be the day that the game originally came out about oh, three nice. years ago, I think now. <laughs> so yeah, kind of meant to be like a little, I don't know, like commemoration, I guess. Yeah, kind of that's cool. I love it. I love it. Right on, yeah. right on. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. We're going to end the show with Love Reincarnate by Grimleal.
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Anecdotes. As always, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review. Whatever podcast app you're listening to, make sure you're giving us a thumbs up, rating us, give us a little blurb about how awesome we are and doing such a good job of what we're doing. Show your friend this podcast. Show your friend some music from this podcast. Spread the word. That's all I ask for. This podcast is free. I do it for the love of it. But make sure if you want to get all the updates for this show, you follow us on Instagram at Banecdotes. That's B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. And if you're a musician yourself here in Ontario and you want to be a part of this show, if you want to have any music featured on the show, I do an episode at the end of the month called the New Music of the Month episode. So if you have any singles coming out in July or in August, anything that cool, send me on my way. Banecdotes at gmail.com. Let's have some good times here. Anyway, I'm going to get going. I'm still celebrating my birthday. It's been <laughs> about a week after. Um, but I got the parents coming over and uh, we're going to have ourselves some cake. So uh, I'm going to enjoy myself some cake. Uh, but until then... Take it easy, folks.